Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. I'm a little bit of a drama queen but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Hello, I'm Lexi Lombard. Welcome to a new episode of the At Lexi podcast. I am all over the place right now and I... I don't not want to be here. I'm just not proud of the moment that I'm in in my life at the moment. If I look around just at my immediate surroundings, my bedroom, the living room, there are belongings everywhere. I'm in the middle of doing a really deep clean and my roommate and I decided to take the adult responsibility of, (laughs) just kidding, cleaning the house, of hiring a house cleaner. Uh, I'll do daily cleans and weekly cleans, but it was in need of a deep clean. So we had a housekeeper come yesterday and do a huge scrub of the bathroom and the kitchen and the living room. We didn't have her do the bedrooms or anything. And it's really nice. However, I am the daughter of two people when they would have a housekeeper come that everything was hidden the night before. I know you're supposed to clean up and not leave dirty dishes in the sink when a housekeeper comes, but I have only had a housekeeper. I have never had a housekeeper in New York. This is the first time. It was a one-off thing, and I was panicking. I've been having sleep troubles. Y'all, I was talking in the last episode. Oh, everything is so great. Blah, 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 blah. I probably sound so annoying, but I want to take advantage of having gratitude for this moment because we don't know how long it'll last. And you know what? Just a short week later, I'm not in a bad mood or anything. I'm just not, just not like thriving per se at the moment. But 
I was going to sleep the night before the housekeeper came and is it proper to call them a housekeeper, a house cleaner? I'm not sure. We're going to keep calling it housekeeper because I'm not, that's, I have to make a decision. And I was getting ready for bed and I'm trying so hard just to fall asleep and then I remember, holy shit, we still have the toaster on the counter and the blender on the counter and there are a couple dishes in the sink and I have all of my skincare products on the counter. I need to put those all away. So I wake up in a fury. <laughs> wake up. I didn't I did not wake up because I had never fallen asleep. I get up in a fury and I'm so stressed. I'm also PMSing like no other and I am scurrying around the apartment. My roommate is sick and his boyfriend comes out of the room and I was like, is, is John awake? And he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, don't wake up, but I need to, I need to clean this apartment, and so I just do it myself, which is fine, it's not that hard, and I'm getting to the bathroom, and I'm cleaning off, we have a, a shelf that hangs over the shower head, and I've had one at home, and I don't know how I've lived here since 2019, and I've never noticed this, uh, my one at home has a back, this is not a back, the wall of the shower is the back, so when I, took off the shelf everything fell off and we have this one face cleanser that's in a glass bottle and it knocked itself on the bathtub so hard that it chipped the porcelain and i just lost it i was like no <laughs> how did i do this how did i do this it's like 12 30 in the morning or at night whatever way you want to look at it and email the landlord and someone help. <laughs> it's not what I said. It was much more professional than that. But I was just very much like a lost puppy dog in that moment. And then I tried to go to sleep. But I had moved every blanket that we have on the couch. Every cookbook that we have in the kitchen. Um, my hair supplies that I keep underneath the bathroom sink. Everything had been moved into my room. And my bedroom was very small. So there really was no floor space. I ba barely had enough room to open up the door. And I hate clutter. I hate it. Sometimes it doesn't bother me that much. And sometimes I can't function in it. And I really wish I wasn't that way. Which I'll get into that. I've been thinking a lot about the apocalypse lately. And just my role in that. And uh, how I would react. So I'm in this clutter. And I'm tossing and turning. And it takes me hours to fall asleep. And that's very unlike me. I'm very much like, give me five, ten minutes and I'm out. Finally wake up. John comes in my room and he's like, I'm going to go to a coffee shop while she's here. Just stay out of her way. And I start crying. I was like, can you not leave? Can you not leave, please? He's like, what's going on? So I've just been so silent. Like, I haven't verbalized any of this and I just lost it. And I'm not much of an internalizer. I, as you can see, I have... A podcast that is incredibly personal uh, but it's it's amazing how there are so many aspects to an individual because I don't ever hold anything back per se when I'm recording these podcasts but there are just so many elements that are just never said for whatever reason and I mean some I do have boundaries I'm never gonna talk about my family on this podcast I'm never gonna talk about my friend any of their personal issues anything that's outside of myself is something I really would like to avoid now when I'm having a me versus me or a me versus world conflict oh y'all will hear all about it 
Anyway, so I'm just, <laughs> I gave no indication. I wasn't trying to internalize anything, but I think I'd just been so stressed over the course of 48 hours. Let me remind you that last week was incredible, and even the first half of this week was really great. So it was really only, I don't know. <laughs> was it just Friday? That's horrible. I hate being a sensitive bitch. But it's the cycle. I swear it's the cycle, and I always... PMS right before the full moon and I swear that makes it that much more intense to always get my period on the full moon it's fine actually because I personally find the PMS week to be considerably worse than the actual week of the cycle I am a klutz I am moody I am irritable I am so sensitive physically and emotionally like my skin's really sensitive you know um just my body's more tender and then once the period actually starts, I'm smooth sailing. I swear to God, my skin clears up. My skin's so much worse on the PMS week. So I don't really mind. It's really just the week before the prepping that I am in pure agony. And this one just hit harder than others. Also, Mercury's in retrograde, which to be honest, I don't really even know what that means. Like, I don't know what it means for Mercury to retrograde. Does it move backwards? Question mark. Like, I've never actually taken the time to look it up. But everyone always talks about it when they're on the struggle bus. It's because Mercury is in retrograde. And the only thing I've ever found in particular that really messes with me is electronics. And oftentimes when electronics do just shut down or I have issues with them, I'll Google to see if Mercury is in retrograde. And it always is. Anyway, so I had known that Mercury was in retrograde. And I was having a great time. I've had a great few weeks. I had a great end of September, beginning of October. My personal life was totally fine. And then last week, I lost a podcast episode. I had to re-record. Um, my vlog camera of five years broke. And my hard drive, which has shown no indication of issues before, now I need to replace it. And that all happened within a week. Um, so maybe I'm just late to the effects, but I'm feeling them now. Also, wow, I'm just whining. How long have I been talking? 10 minutes of whining? Am I kidding myself? But that's how it always goes. Before I get into the Q&A, it's all just, let me give you a little update. Let me tell you the things that I've learned. And I haven't learned anything yet. I'm definitely going through the, the experience. I'm not in a reflective mood whatsoever. I'm, I'm experiencing at the moment. We're gonna turn this around, I swear. But I've also been consuming sadder and more hopeless content. I'm reading Homesick for Another World, which is a collection of short stories from Otessa Moshvik. Incredible cover. I love how it looks when I'm holding the book. When I'm sitting on the subway, I just love what the world is seeing. I love that they're like, oh, that's a cute looking book. But reading it... It is not that great and I'm gonna go on a limb and say that the only reason I'm finishing this book is because of the cover. Truly. I think if this book was as, as unenjoyable as I'm finding it to be with an ugly cover, I would have dropped it. Would have dropped it probably four or five days ago. But I'm continuing. I also have some weird issue with books where I have to see them through. I was talking about this with Jane the other day. Jane's my trainer. I love saying that, which I'll talk about that in a little bit because that always brings me joy. 
but is telling her that life's too short to read a book that you don't like. However, I have to finish it. I have to. I don't know why. Um, and I'm watching Squid Games, which, I mean, episode six, I lost it. I was weeping. I was weeping. I was blowing my nose for what felt like 30 minutes. I needed to cry. I've been crying a lot this week. I've been crying so much, which crying is exhausting and sometimes it'll give me a headache afterward, but the release is nice. Um, crying is something that I wish I had a little bit more control over, to be honest. I have triggers that make me cry and sometimes I use them to my advantage. If I know that I'm in need of a cry, I will do, I will use one of my so-called triggers to uh, release a cry. There's got to be a better way to word that. Anyway, but doing that a lot. Book's not that happy. Squid Games isn't quite happy. It's a game where people are dying in every game. Uh, what else have I been watching? <sighs> you know what I've been watching that's been really cute? Lucy Ray McFadden. She might just go by Lucy McFadden. I met her out once, and I we followed each other on Instagram. I found her vlogs. She's so freaking cute. She's this little petite blondie, and she lives in New York, and she's so sweet, and I identify with her. Something about me. I like see a younger version of myself in her, just the way she speaks and the way she thinks. She seems very kind and very thoughtful, and on top of it, as just a surface level bonus, she puts effort into her outfits, and I swear she inspired me to go shopping this week. I've been in desperate need of fall clothes. I haven't had a shopping spree in in so long that I can't even remember the last time I left a shopping trip with more than one bag in my hand. This week, I went out. It was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday after three gloomy days and it was beautiful and it was sunny and I had all my work done and I was like, I actually have the time right now to go out on a shopping trip by myself and I love to shop by myself because that's when I actually get shopping done. I love window shopping and maybe picking up an item when I'm with friends, but I don't shop the way I do unless it's like my mom and I could do this and my mom and my grandma and I could do this. Like we would... It, we were going to look for the things that we wanted. It wasn't just... It was a mission. It was a sport. And it was so beautiful. My mom was with me the whole time. I know it. I know it. Because the way that that shopping trip was, it was exactly like when her and I would do it. And I, I was. it was really special. I left with three bags. I'm, I never find three bags worth of belongings that I like, that I can see myself wearing, that I can incorporate into my regular wardrobe. And everything is just versatile enough that I can find myself wearing it with multiple pieces and it's going to be something that doesn't... Excuse me, what is it? No. Thank you for bringing that. Thank you. I'm going to change the way that I talk to Madison. Because if she's going to bring me something she shouldn't be eating, she brought it to me, you know? Why am I telling her no? I should just say thank you, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to raise a cat. I'm feeling very annoyed with myself. Everything that I do pisses me off. Like, and, and, oh, we can just keep going. 
editing Lexi, no, there's no reason for me to sit here and tell you every little thing that I do that pisses me off about myself. We're gonna go back to the shopping trip. All the pieces are versatile enough that I can wear them with a ton of different things that I bought on, it was actually Thursday, not Wednesday, correct me, not that it really matters, but all of the pieces I got, I'm really excited to wear with each other, but also really excited to wear with items in my closet, which that is when you know that you shopped well, when you're getting things that you're excited for that go with the things that you already own, because sometimes we'll feel inspired and we will purchase something that we think is gonna be really great for the new us or the person that we wanna be and then we take it home and it doesn't go with anything that we already own and then we end up never wearing it and it's a waste of money and someone else should have owned that. I went to Tired Thrift and Awoke Vintage in Greenpoint, which normally, you know, I'll make it to Mirth. Mirth is one of my favorite stores to shop at here and after I left Awoke, I already had two bags and I had one bag from Tired that I, I went into Mirth just because it's my favorite. And I circled around and I knew, I was like, I can't get anything here. I have too many things and I need to go. And I was so nervous about taking the subway because I've never taken the subway with that many bags before. Um, I'm like, uh-oh, whatever, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what if, what if I trip? What if someone robs me? Tired Thrift. If you are looking for early 2000s clothes, they have it there. Um, honestly, it's overpriced. It's just because it's really hypey right now. Someone told me that they're big on TikTok. I did not know that. So that would make sense why their prices were high. There was something that in my head should have cost about 16 to $18. Um, that I really wanted to buy because I liked the fit of it, but it just wasn't very high quality, but they were selling it for 68 as a little indicator. That was one that I just, I couldn't justify, but definitely some things that should be priced around $10 that are being sold for 30. Don't say I didn't warn you, but if you're fine paying for the convenience of having it all curated for you, um, I had the luxury of going in on a weekday and no one was in there so i had the whole store to myself i got to look through every piece of inventory try it on without feeling rushed in the dressing room and get what i wanted and then i went to awoke vintage which randomly they have an awoke next to tired but they also have one down the street and i went to the one down the street same thing no one was in there besides the employees and i got to look through every piece of inventory i went into the dressing room was not rushed and it was just yes after yes. I lucked out, I really scored on this trip. So I left with pride, I was so excited. I was telling the cashier, I'm like, I can't believe I found so many things because I left the dressing room with one hanger in one hand and like seven hangers in the other hand. She's like, oh, I can take what you don't want. And I handed her this single item. She said, oh, so you did really well. I was like, I did, I did. When does this happen? It never happens, so I'm cherishing it. And then I went to get my nails done. If y'all are looking for a nail tech, people always ask me, where do you get your nails done? And I've never felt comfortable recommending a nail tech because sometimes I go to salons that are on the cheaper side and they're not the cleanest. And I never want, I never want to recommend something that I wouldn't want, that I'd be like nervous for you to go to. I feel very cautious about what I recommend. Some things I will, do on my own but I don't want to tell you to do them too. 
I'll go to a nasty salon when I'm feeling frugal, but I don't want you to do the same. However, I went to Nailed by Shelly is her Instagram and she's in Bedside. If you're looking for nail art, go to Nailed by Shelly. She does it out of her house. I, I will confidently recommend her. It was great. So I have these really cool, f colorful nails. Funny enough, I went in and she's like, what are you thinking? And I said, black for Halloween. I left with an orange nail, a yellow and turquoise polka dot nail, pink, hot pink, purple. I mean, I have not a single dot of black on my entire hand, either hand. So that day was really good. So Friday, I went to training. This is where it all went downhill. Went downhill so fast for no reason. I'm such a baby. Ugh! I can't help that I feel this way, or can I help that I feel this way? I feel very um, out of control. That's a great way to put it. Over things that I somewhat can control, uh, I feel very out of control. So I went to training Friday morning and had a great workout. So good, I killed it. And also I cooked all week. I'm so proud of myself for that. And I was making incredible food. Bon Appetit recipes, New York Times cooking recipes. I was eating good this week. Honestly, I should at least give myself a pat on the back for that, for cooking almost every single meal. And my workouts were fire. I'm so proud of myself. And I came home and I really went in the zone and I was on my computer for, I don't even know how many hours straight, six, seven, and I was so excited for Friday night. My lovely cousin is coming in town today, actually. So I was gonna spend Friday night with my friends and then chill, do something day-y Saturday, and then do something fun Saturday evening, which I'll get to. I just keep making mistakes and they're, they're very uh, low consequence, but still frustrating. I don't like doing that stuff. Like chipping the bathtub, telling everyone and their goddamn mother that I will have a tattoo appointment Saturday at five. Turns out it's Tuesday at five. Let's stick with Friday. So I had completed a lot of work and I was feeling very satisfied with how much work I accomplished this week. Um, feeling very proud. I got some good fall clothes. I trained really well. I ate incredibly. And I always eat incredibly, but normally it's from restaurants. So it's nice to know that I'm doing it myself. And I read a lot. So, you know, all the boxes were checked and I was excited to celebrate. Everyone in my personal life, I was even extending to the outer circle, was busy on Friday. They had work, they were out of town, they were sick, they had plans with another person, they were on a date. It, I have never sent out so many outreach texts and I was just getting denied, denied, denied. And I was so excited to go out and I didn't so I just spent the night in and I don't mind spending a night in if that's what I want to do but I didn't want to do that and I thought okay I could go on hinge and ask someone to go get drinks but I don't want to hang out with a stranger I want to hang out with people that I know I'm not in the mood to meet someone new I want to hang out with the people that I haven't seen all week so I went to bed I'm like it's okay the housekeeper's coming real early tomorrow just just get some beauty sleep just get some beauty sleep you'll love it I'm tossing and turning and then I get to what I already told you where I wake up and I have to stop saying wake up where I get up and I clean in a total frazzle and I break the tub 
And I wake up Saturday morning and I break into tears. I'm crying to John. I'm like, please, I need to, I need to leave the house. Let me just, can I take a bar class and then I'll come back and I'll wait. It's like, yeah, of course. Like you can totally, can totally do that. I was just saying that I'm gonna go to the coffee shop to get out of the, her way. I can stay here. And I was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. I just need a minute. He leaves and I put the comforter over top of my head and I just cry, compose myself. You know the motto that people have. Uh, never let them see you bleed. Why? Why? We're all bleeding, you know? Why not let someone in every once in a while? Anyway, so today was... Or, oh my god, I can't talk! Like, nothing's actually wrong except for me. <laughs> it's fine. I swear by next week it's not gonna be like this. Um, so I signed up for a bar class. Honestly, I'm in such good shape right now. I really should pat myself on the back for that. I think exercise is a wonderful thing. It's helped me out so much. Uh, I took a bar class and my bar class was incredible. I was really on it. And as someone who's taken workout classes for a lot of their adult life, I can see my progress because I used to take bar classes and I would go and I knew that I was the worst in the room. Easily the worst in the room in terms of understanding the moves, having the strength to do the moves, I, I was not great. And leaving yesterday's bar class, knowing I was one of the best in that room. I was definitely top 10%. And that felt so good and really exciting. Maybe top 20, because there's not that many of us in the class. It's probably top, top five of us in there. And that felt so good. And then I came back and felt a little bit better. And I still just have a trashed room, but I was like, it's fine. I was feeling real anxious. I've been taking extra CBD, <laughs> which by the way, this is exciting. I had mentioned in a previous episode that my two favorite CBD brands are Winged Wellness and Equilibria, and Equilibria sponsored my next vlog. I'm so excited. So I get back home and I'm feeling real anxious. So I take some CBD. And then I start getting ready in my new clothes to go to my tattoo appointment and I'm so excited and I hit up the artist just to double check do you prefer cash or Venmo and I was like cool see you at five and he responds cool see you Tuesday at five and I look and I got the numbers mixed up the appointments on the 19th not the 16th and it, it's just I keep making these small mistakes and I was all dressed up I even flat ironed my bangs to make them curly, not to make them flat. I'm not pulling like a 2009, trust me. But I was so angry that I had gone the extra way to even put heat on my hair. I put on foundation because I planned on getting the tattoo and then going out. So I texted my friend and she's like, oh, it's gonna storm later. There's a storm advisory. So I'm just gonna go back home. My friend and I are gonna watch TV, you can come over. And I'm in this cute outfit. I'm like, the world needs to see me, not the TV. I need like someone. So. I went to the grocery store and I cooked myself a three course meal. I had a glass of red, I made calamari, vegan calamari, and I made uh, vodka pasta with my favorite shredded Parmesan cheese that's so good. And I think I gave up on dessert, so a two course meal, but I made myself an appetizer. It was Hallie Burns recipe on TikTok, so easy and really fun to make. You just use hearts of palm, Technically, it was vegetarian because I used an egg wash instead of her vegan alternative, but I didn't want to go out and buy 
things I wouldn't use for anything else. So I dipped the hearts of palm in an egg wash and then a flour and cornstarch mixture with whatever spices I want and then baked it in the oven for 15-20 minutes. It was so good, I would 100% make that again. And the pasta was incredible. Yeah, I guess I didn't have dessert, so two course meal, I'm a liar. And then I just tried to get myself to go to bed. But I can't because my room's so cluttered, so I slept like shit last night. And now I'm up and my cousin is on her way over and I hope that she solves my problems. Cause she's like a sister to me and you know how your siblings can just set you straight. Like they can call you out on your bullshit. I need someone to call me out on my bullshit right now. I need someone to say like, grow up. It's fine. Move on. Why are you, why are you so fixated on these really tiny things? Like, so what you put on an outfit for an appointment that is on Tuesday? Did you actually get on the bus and go? Did you arrive at the tattoo parlor? And he's like, what are you doing there? What are you doing here? No, no, chill. I need to chill. I'm just not feeling very chill right now. I'm just straight up not having a good time with myself. That's the thing. I'm, I've had so much time alone. I've spent so much of this week on the computer working by myself and I love my alone time, but I also equally love hanging out with my friends and I haven't seen any of my friends this week and it's driving me nuts. So this leads me to my concept of how I would be in the apocalypse. Now, some of you may have come across on your For You page on TikTok a put a finger down challenge, um, zombie apocalypse edition. Put a finger down, zombie apocalypse edition. It's put a finger down if you're allergic to penicillin. Put a finger down if you're a slow runner. Put a finger down if you, I forget what they all are. But there was, I, I'm pretty sure I nailed that one. Maybe I had one finger down, I'm not sure. So my pride allowed me to believe that I would be great in the zombie apocalypse. But if I really evaluate my life, I've made such an effort to cook such good food and and I love my little bougie workout classes and seeing a trainer and I can't sleep with clutter. What am I supposed to do if I'm living off of Coca-Cola, sleeping in the woods with a tiny blanket, maybe not even a blanket? I've become high maintenance and I, I, I've always liked the finer things in life. I really always have but I never felt as if I needed them. And now that I'm an adult and I make my own money and I've been creating a lifestyle for myself, it's a little high maintenance because I'm, I've made choices to do things that I've never been able to do before out of probably excitement and curiosity and I've gotten to the point where they've become routine and I just don't know what I could survive without. I feel like I'd be a pussy. And that is not something I'm proud to say. So I don't really know what the change uh, to be made here is. But when the going gets rough, I get going. So I have faith in myself. I remember when the pandemic first struck and we were all a bit panicked because we didn't really know what it meant. It hadn't really reached the US at this point. It was in Italy, I remember. And... I already was mentally preparing to not see family for a year. I was mentally preparing to exist in the apartment. I was mentally preparing to have, I remember I had these like frozen sausages in the freezer and 
packets of rice. I was like, I can have one sausage and a bowl of rice for lunch and dinner for weeks on end. I can have coffee for breakfast. I can make these sacrifices. It's fine. So maybe when the going gets rough and the zombie, I don't think it's going to be a zombie apocalypse, but when the world gets even harder, will I be able to handle it? Who knows? I just feel like I can't handle my bullshit right now. So Morgan Lombard, please, when you get here, I can't expect anyone to solve my problems, but I'm always helping myself. I've made it through my whole life just simply helping myself. And okay, that was a really big pat on the back. I mean, people have helped me along the way, but I'm saying I've, I'm very independent. But right now, I'm feeling very dependent because I haven't seen my friends. Fuck, this sucks. Anyway, I've just been such a little annoying girl. Um, thank you for letting me vent. I, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any advice other than. It's going to pass. This happens. And 100% it's hormonal with a combination of consuming kind of bummer media and having an incredibly messy room. I think those three simple factors are contributing to my slight decline in excitement and not seeing friends. So let's get into your life and let's get out of mine. Time for your questions. But first, a word from today's sponsor. I absolutely love cereal, but a box never really lasts in my house more than a day or two because I love to have a bowl and then I love to have a second, a third, and a fourth. That's totally fine. By all means, go for it, but it has no nutritional value. So a brand was invented called Magic Spoon, and some of you may have heard of them. Some of you might not have. They create cereals that have nutritional value. So in each serving, there's 13 to 14 grams of protein, four net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's about 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's grain-free, it's soy-free, and it's low-carb if you are on a certain diet. They have a variety pack that I absolutely love. It comes with cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Cocoa, I think, is my favorite favorite but fruity's kind of maybe taking the first place you can also mix them do a little combo of the cocoa and the peanut butter make a little peanut butter cup cereal it tastes just like the regular cereal that you're used to from childhood but it's nutritious and it tastes good but it's healthy cereal that can bring joy to your mornings or afternoons or a little late night snack as my favorite way to eat cereal so if you're interested you can go to magicspoon.com slash lexi to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code LEXI at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money 100%, no questions asked. So remember to get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, and use the code L-E-X-I-E, Lexi, to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. It's almost comical at this point. While I was pulling up your questions, I knocked over my drink all over my seat and I had to relive. <laughs> uh, a freshly filled water bottle probably just spilled 16 ounces of water on the floor. Ah, the show must go on. The show must go on. It's this stuff. I'll never forget my old boss when I was interning. I remember being quite clumsy one day. And she asked if I was about to get my period. And I was like, I don't know. Because at this point I was 20, 21, wasn't tracking it. 
She's like, because I always get clumsy right before my period. The next day I got it. And now I notice that I'm always off balance. I'm dropping things, I'm tripping. Whenever I start doing it, I'm like, oh, it's PMS week. All right, let's get into your questions. Juliet, M. Fern asked, do you have any tips on romanticizing yourself while trying to save money? Oh, a book in the park? That's so romantic. You can waste so much time at the park. Um, a picnic blanket and some food that you already have. You can waste so much time. You can waste a whole day at the park and it is so romantic. You can take photos on your phone, which you already have your phone. It doesn't cost a dime to take a photo. Um, wear something that makes you feel pretty. Also, taking a scenic drive that costs little to nothing, just gas. And listen to some very moody music. Absolutely, two of the best fun activities that are so romantic that cost very little. <laughs> Side Axel asks, how to stay positive in times of stress? So I'm in a time of stress right now, but it's very mild. That's why it's so frustrating because I, when things are actually hard, I can handle it. That's fine. I know what to do. But when things are just a little difficult, I'm so frustrated. And I think it's just laugh at how stupid it is. Like laugh at, at the ridiculousness of how nothing's actually wrong. It's just a little bit of everything. If you're actually going through real stress, if support systems come together during times of real stress, you can totally lean on family and friends. If your semester's incredibly hard, if you're in a relationship that's very testing, friendship or family troubles. People are very open about that. But when it's just stress, as what I've described in this past episode, you just gotta laugh at it. You just gotta be like, this is gonna pass. It's not a big deal. It's just like not the most fun week you've ever had of your life. Amine Farouk asked, how to manage your time wisely? Uh, I've gotten really good at this, but it's taken me many years. And one of my first steps was setting timers for myself, just so I could understand a little bit of the concept of time, because I would get lost in my own world and have no clue if 10 minutes or 45 minutes pass, truly. I'd have no idea the difference between 10 minutes and 30 minutes. It was the same to me. And I would begin setting timers for things like getting dressed in the morning or cleaning my room or editing a video. I would just set the timer for 30 minutes and it would give me a little bit of an estimate on how long it took me to do things because when it comes to time management, it's not even necessarily about doing things as quickly as you can. It's about allocating the correct amount of time for you to do what you need to do. In the book Essentialism that I recommended a while back, it's that's something I would totally recommend. It really gives a lot of time management tips just by emphasizing having a priority and it makes it easier to say no to things that waste your time. Whereas I've just been describing when you actually have the time set aside to study or whatever, how to actually do it. And one of the tips that they gave in that book was whatever amount of time that you think it's going to take you to do something, add 50%. So if you think something's going to take an hour, tell someone you'll have it to them in an hour and a half. Gina Valente said being in the moment. So how to be in the moment. This doesn't come naturally to you. I would say... Do your best to eliminate any and all stressors in your life, any distractions. This could be done by you already knowing what they are, or you, did I just, I just found a weed pen in my pocket. I've been wondering where this went. I got this back in Colorado. I guess I haven't worn these sweatpants since the beach. Ugh, anyway. 
little distraction there on my part. You either know what your distractions are or when you're out somewhere with friends, you're at dinner, notice where your mind is wandering and where your mind is wandering that keeps going to something specific, handle that. Once you can eliminate the distractions, you will be more present. And the last question I'm gonna answer today, we're gonna nail it at five because I wanna come back when I feel very refreshed, but I think five is still a great number, at least like five if you get your question answered. So Eleanor Seidel said, the honeymoon stage has ended in my relationship. How do I deal? Honeymoon stages of relationships are great. I haven't been in one in quite some time, but it's fun because you basically leave your own reality and exist in this one that you two have created together. And it's fun and it's exciting and it's full of love. However, once it ends, you have to remember that you had your own life before them and get back on track with it and find a way to fit them into it now. It's a little bit of a problem-solving situation, but it's so, so, so important that you have your own life. I've been single for so long that when I think of having a partner, I think consciously when I'm going about my day, times during the day, times during the week that I would want a partner. This is time to get back to yourself because you've lost yourself in the relationship as you should it's really fun to be in love and to be obsessed with each other but you need to now develop your new reality and it's a little bit of problem solving as i said but this is where you begin to actually live your life together and then of course you can enter in your own little fun world it'll happen that's part of being in love that's what i would suggest thank you all so much for listening if you listen to this episode honestly god bless thank you because i'm so annoying right now so annoying and i can't wait to come back next sunday and do it all again and feel so much better i'm sending you all my love take care put in a little effort into your outfit this week and Call someone and tell them you love them or send a little I love you text to one of your loved ones because I didn't get to see my friends this week and I miss them. Okay, that's all for now. XOXO, Lexi. Hey guys, this is Kale Lowry. And this is V Rivera. We're the hosts of Baby Baby Mama's Mama's No No Drama. Drama. Every Tuesday we talk about parenting, co-parenting, lifestyle, and sex pop culture, current events, and pretty much all the things you want in one podcast. So download and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Listen to us every Tuesday and join us with all the tea. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I just wanna keep on you. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply.